0: You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Newstalk ZB. Newstalk ZB. Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Thursday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glen Hart, and we are looking back at Wednesday. Uh, we need to know whether it's all right for MPs and, indeed, other politicians to have shares in anything. Uh, or should they just go about their politics business instead Uh, we're having another look at alcohol especially alcohol advertising but also our attitude towards it, this comes up time and again doesn't it, and it's not drinking and driving at the end of the pod but eating and driving, we'll get into that but before anything else, these special votes Uh, come on let's get on with it.
1: They'd need I think an entire overhaul of how the whole electoral commission operates and I actually think that's no bad thing, I mean on the face of it the electoral commission seems an antiquated cumbersome old system doesn't it? Too much paperwork, easy vote cards and voting packs being sent out to every letterbox, which were in many cases too slow anyway to get out. And as it turns out, you didn't even really need them. Then you got that wacky rule around a candidate dying in terms of adding another seat to create a potential overhang and having to go through a costly by-election. Crazy. And all of this dilly-dallying and waiting three weeks means we we wait you know, almost a month, maybe more, to get a government formed, all this time in limbo, nothing happening. You know, we've got a new government ready to get going and sink their teeth in and make changes, but they can't. And crucially, they don't even know at this point who's in it. Uh, But it actually puts us all back, if you think about it. You know, three-quarters of this country said they wanted a change of direction. So, you know, we want to get going, and the uh, the reality is right now we sort of can't. I mean, automatic vote counting machines like the US, I guess, could be considered. But, you know, be a lot of people who also would say that they're dodgy. But sending votes back to their electorates, I mean, surely that's one easy fix to speed things up. Because it's not just getting on with it to appease our curiosity as to what formation the next government might take, but also what decisions need to be made. You know, what change is coming? They can they get on with their first 100 days list, push through the reforms they want? Starting a new government about eight weeks out from Christmas doesn't leave much time to kick into gear, as far as I can gather, and we're all pretty keen for change to kick into gear, aren't we? Sooner rather than later.
0: There you go. All we need is a complete overhaul of the entire electoral system. Uh, So can we just do that? Thanks, and uh, we'll be about our business news talk ZB. is that what um, Jason walls is waiting for
2: uh, down at the beehive
0: how come they don't have updates on or progress uh, reports on the
3: specials
2: you know I don't know and I think there are a lot of people are out there that are kind of wondering now why this is the case I mean I do understand that the special the, the process from counting the specials is quite a lot different than it has been in uh, it is for counting the actual votes but a lot of people are quite frustrated that it's taking um this long. So including one Christopher Luxon who said on Hosking this morning um that it has been a bit frustrating that we're in the hurry up and wait phrase and he'd be supportive of a process that speeds it up a little bit. So hopefully he might do something about it when he's um sworn in.
1: Yeah, he's done a
0: round of morning uh, morning media this morning. So what else has he said?
2: Indeed. Well, there's a number of things that he said. Um, he talked to Hosking, he talked to um, RNZ, One News, um, um, News Hub as well, and essentially this is sort of his once-a-weekly um, usual media slot. He usually has sort of more of a daily stand-up, and we saw that yesterday at the Chelsea Sugar Factory. There's none today, but essentially he uses it as an opportunity to say, hey, listen, I can't really tell you much of what's <laughs> going on within the coalition talk.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of uh, people hurry up and waiting at the moment, aren't there? starts with the politicians, then the reporters, then everybody in the public service, perhaps.
4: 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. <sighs>
0: Should they be allowed to have shares and things? Because uh, it's just a it's all a bit murky, isn't it? What do you think, Jack Tame?
4: As it stands, the Cabinet Office advises ministers on what they should do with their holdings, and ministers can manage any potential conflicts of interest as they rise, and the Register of Pecuniary Interests theoretically holds information about MPs' personal investments, but I've got to say I'm with Chris Bishop on this. No one resents MPs having investments or business interests. I you know I wouldn't want a cabinet full of people who had given no thought to their financial futures. But if you've made it to the top table in government, perception is everything. And depending on your holdings, I just wonder if any capital gains or dividends or profits that you might earn during your time in government are really worth the hassle of managing conflict. And the and the potential for awkward questions from people like me. Given the stresses of the job, I just don't see why you would want to allow for any unnecessary distractions. You know, for those who have serious wealth heading into politics, you know, follow Sir John Key's lead. Put it all in a blind trust. And for those who don't, put it in a blind managed fund. Is it really going to make that much of a difference to your bottom line? It's interesting. Chris Bishop said to Newsroom this, quote, It just made things so much cleaner when he was asked about divesting. And he's right. He is 100% right. Life as a senior cabinet minister is messy enough. Why make it more complicated?
0: I've always um, considered the investment market too complicated for me. And I'm not involved in politics. I'm just a person. So I don't know how... Yeah. Mind you, I find most things complicated, to be
2: fair.
0: For example, uh, the rules around uh, alcohol advertising... Um, especially when it comes to sports sponsorship. It's also another murky business, isn't it? We
3: should be knowledgeable about the risk of drinking and we should be mature enough to accept it. But I'm all for individuals making up their own minds when it comes to booze. I enjoy drink um, and I think that you're responsible for your own drinking habits. But I would also be quite happy if we reduced the visibility of alcohol, especially to younger people. And we have been talking about removing alcohol sponsorship for years. And of course, uh, Chloe Zwarbrick uh, had the Alcohol Harm Minimalisation Bill, uh, which failed at its first reading recently. We've really dragged our feet in this area. And look, I know it would be tough on events which rely on it for sponsorship, You would need to phase it out so that new opportunities could be sought, but if you're running a large, really successful event, then surely you'd be able to replace that sponsor with someone else. Another, you know, a bank or insurance company who's doing quite well. I do understand it's more difficult when you're talking about grassroots, sports clubs and things, that they could potentially be left high and dry. So you'd need to work out how things work there so that they didn't lose their support, but you know what? I'm all for making it less visible, less sexy, less associated with high-performance sport and success, pretty relaxed about reducing how much we normalise alcohol and society. I would also love to see the alcohol lobby have less of an influence on government. That wouldn't hurt either, but I'll believe that when I see it. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I also don't have a problem with alcohol being a little bit more expensive, especially if my extra dosh goes towards treatment and harm prevention, if it meant I purchased a little less each week, that's actually not a bad thing.
0: Wowzers! Can we set up a system where uh, the, the people like Francesco, who are prepared to pay more, can subsidise the people like me who aren't? News Talk. Uh, we're going to finish up uh, with the subject of uh, what is the trickiest thing to eat while you're driving. I think, is that what we were talking about with Marcus
5: last night? And it's funny that he's said that, because I'm sure plenty of people have eaten while they've driven. And I'm not just talking about a pie. In fact, we all have done it. And it's only just now I've realised the sheer stupidity. Because plenty of people would buy do you say by China, it's, we've sort of become slightly more um evolved in a cuisine way, haven't we? But uh, What I'm looking for is the way I can describe a dish that everyone understands that is rice-based that has chopsticks. I think we've all been in one of those situations. And it's dangerous because you can burn your legs as well if the hot stuff comes through the foil or if it's kind of a liquid-based dish, what would that be? I can't remember the names. That could tip That's not good. It's all on. Or even KFC probably could go rogue. Your Maccas is never going to get that hot to burn you. Goodness, but how do they assemble those filio fish sometimes? I reckon literally they're in there in the back of McDonald's saying, I wonder how far across the room I can throw this patty and get it to land almost in that bun. Look, honestly, I think it's like the challenge is to see how messed up I can make the filio
0: fish. Yeah, that's why um, when I have my secret service station pies, um, I actually I go for the uh, the Big Ben over the Mrs Mac. Because um, I consider the Mrs Mac to be a superior pie, but it's a bit flakier. And then you end up with uh, pie uh, evidence all over the car. Whereas the Big Ben, even in the pie warmer, tends to come out a bit soggier. And so although, it, you know, objectively, that's not, that makes it a, 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 an inferior pie, for the purposes of, uh, you know, eating something secretly in the car, less evidence behind in the end. Uh, that is the sordid world of me for another day. Uh, we'll be back with more disturbing secrets tomorrow. See you then. News Talk, News talk. Z Bean